Kelly, and this is our first time doing what show. Yeah! <laughs> What's the name of the show, Joey? Uh, my Ashram Joey. My Welcome to the first ever DWD Q&A in honor of publishing 10 episodes on this podcast. We are beyond proud to have recorded some amazing conversations for you all and cannot wait for what is up to come. We have a lot of new series to come, a lot more interviews, and potentially an increase in our content over the summer, which we will definitely keep you updated on. The truly amazing part of all of this has just been hearing from you all. We have an incredibly diverse group of listeners from all walks of life. People are listening from New York to Tokyo to London and Manila in the Philippines. We are so grateful that you've decided to join us, and we have even heard that some of our conversations have sparked some of your own, which we absolutely love hearing about. Keep spreading those positive vibes, and we would love to hear from you if you haven't already dropped us a DM, which our socials, by the way, are always linked in the description. Thank you to everyone who submitted questions to this Q&A. Now, let's hop into the first DWD Q&A. All right, so our first question comes from a past guest, um, and he asks, what is your favorite episode that you've recorded so far? Uh, all right. So just a side note, all of our episodes are really great, and yeah. they're, all, yeah. they're all special in their own regard, but um, one of my favorite conversations in terms of like subject matter and just like how we felt after the conversation had to be Amon's. Like, yeah, it, it, it had to be Amon's. Hands down. I remember we, we uh, recorded that episode. I don't know how long it was. It was something like two hours. And it was a really extensive episode. And we just got so hyped. Like, we, we I clicked the end record button, and we just erupted. We were like, that's so fire. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah. but no lie, it, it actually was an amazing conversation. We're hoping that Amon will come back on in some future episodes, especially for the roundtable, because he has such an interesting mind. But mind you... All of our conversations have been super interesting, including yours, Richard, because I know you asked this question. Um, and we're really grateful that people have also enjoyed the conversations that we've had. Not just how many listens are we getting, but the quality of our listens overall. So that's really been awesome. All right, cool. So you agree with me on it? Yeah, I agree All with right, you. Cool. <laughs> All right, for question two, another person asks, what person do you think has the greatest impact on you and your life? This one, I think, is really hard um, because I think a lot of people have impacted me a lot. I think Joey's impacted me a lot. I think my parents have impacted me a lot. But if I had to pick one person that I see as having a huge impact on how I think and how I act, it would be one of my close friends, actually. His name is Landon Allen. Shout out to you, Landon. I know you listen to the podcast, which we really appreciate. Um but Landon was one of those dudes that I really looked up to when I was in high school. I mean, I'm still in high school for the next few months. But when he was here, I really learned how to lead with my best foot forward. I learned how to organize, which has been really, really important for me in, in becoming more successful. So if I had to pick somebody, it would probably be him. But mind you, I think everyone's impacted me. I think, I think even Amon talked about this, that the five closest people to you are the ones that impact you the most. And, and if I had to pick the five people who, who are around me the most, it would probably be my brother, my parents. I don't know if my dog counts, but my dog is pretty close <laughs> to me. Um, my friends, I'm just going to lump them all together. And um, 
so all those people together have had a huge impact on me. What about you, Joe? Yeah, I think the same goes for me. Like all the people around, I can't really specify like one specific individual. I know, but we we got to answer the question. All right, if you, I'll, if you I'll had give to, if, if I had, had to, yeah. if I had yeah. to, it would probably be my brother because I mean, like all, all gang. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, although although Asher had like a Landon figure in his life, I didn't really have a person outside of my family who was um, that connected to me. I mean, I, I always feel most connected with my family members since I'm literally blood re- blood related to them. Um, yeah, but I think that Asher's really helped me grow as an individual, especially since I'm more technical. He's more theoretical. We complement each yeah, other. Yeah, we complement each other really well. So he's taught me a lot about the stuff which he's interested in and, and vice versa. Yep. So I think that we have a really complementary relationship. So if there's one person who's impacted me the most, it would definitely be my brother. I appreciate Broski. Yeah, for sure. Our third question how did you come up with the idea of starting this podcast? All right, so I think we touched on this a little bit in one of our episodes beforehand. But um, first off, we were just curious on how we could harness the power of content creation in the sense that we were kind of bored with our normal yeah, lives. A bit. Uh, so I felt like I, I have a lot, I have a really creative mindset. And I have a lot of creative expression. And when I don't allow that to flow and when I keep it bottled up inside of me, it doesn't really work out. So when I started listening to more podcasts like Freakonomics and stuff like that, and even the Logan Paul podcast, um, it opened my mind up to the opportunities of content creation. And that's one of the main reasons why I wanted to start a podcast. Um, The second thing is that uh, the second thing which kind of motivated me to start the podcast uh, along with Asher is this sense of conversation, which you can listen to the introductory episode. It kind of goes through all of our criteria and what we believe in for this podcast. But we really value conversation. And a lot of the conversations which I've been having recently have been so valuable. And oftentimes they're not even recorded. So it just flourishes. It, it, it not flourishes, but it, it goes away after a while. Yeah, it just it just leaves. It after. just leaves. It's, it's the, it, the opposite of flourish. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the conversations just leave and it's never to be talked about again. So if I can record the conversation, it'll always be there, which mm-hmm. again is an upside and a downside. But still, I get to harness those those conversations. Yeah, no, I definitely agree with that. But some other things that I know you didn't talk about explicitly here, but we did tra- talk about in that intro episode. Um, definitely go and check that out if you want a little bit more information on this. But basically, we were sitting in the car with our mom Um and it was kind of funny because we were having a really, really in-depth conversation, which we typically do have with our parents. And our idea was basically like, what if we just record this? Like, how much amazing stuff do we say on every single day, but we never record it? No one ever gets to hear it. So Joey and I's idea was like, you know what? Like, let's just record it. It's it's really not that hard. And for me... um, I, I did a project called Humans of Roslyn a few years back in my sophomore year, and I really, really loved the process of interviewing people and then also posting um, that interview on the internet. And so this, to me, was kind of like that next step to to get an even better version of what Humans of Roslyn used to be. Because for, for people who are not familiar with that account, basically um, we followed the same platform as Humans of New York. Um, so we would post a picture and then we would post a quote from that person. But the thing that I always felt like I was missing out on is there was a whole conversation that occurred between me and that person. Yeah, and there's some stuff which you can't just get out of a script. Yeah, and so I was like, you know what? We want that raw content that shows everything. But on top of that, I was really, really 
um, interested in changing the script on on not just politics, but the way that we operate as humans by kind of bringing us back to sitting down with each other and having conversations. Because one of the things that I noticed when I started consuming more news, um, started reading more articles, is that people were demonizing each other. And I, I really didn't like that. Like, especially in the context of politics, I really hated how Democrats and Republicans would um, demonize each other, even though they're just humans. And so the, the idea for this was to, to get away from that, bring us back to conversations. But great question. Definitely go listen to that first episode if you want more information. Question number five is, how do you all plan for episodes? This is a good question. This is a really good question. This is something that I have probably spent most of my time doing. For real, though, this, this podcast is nothing if we don't plan it. So we have a very, very regimented system. Um, I basically plan out a whole bunch of episodes based off of the people that we want to interview. I figure out some questions that I want to ask them about their lives. Um, and But on top of that, we kind of just riff off the dome a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Like in our conversations, we want it to be as natural as possible. We just give a little bit of like a, a framework to structure a bit of our conversations. Yeah. And then after, after I plan the episode, I run it by Joey. Joey adds any things that he thinks should be added to the episode and we record and and that's really as simple as it as yeah, it goes we record um it's really collaborative in the sense that for editing and preparation we both take part in it so yeah. i've taught asher a lot of editing skills if you guys don't know i i basically handle all the technical stuff um the mixer board all that stuff the editing that's what that's me but um <clears throat> we've been able to teach each other each of our specialties and basically grow off of each other. Yeah, one of the coolest things that we're doing now is we're kind of like switching our roles where Joey's planning more episodes now and I'm trying to edit more episodes. That way, you know, in the future, if it comes time where we can continue this during when, when I'm in college and, and in the future just in general, we can be kind of semi-autonomous. Um, and that's ultimately the goal that we can continue to pump out content for you all, get new conversations, new perspectives from all across the world. That is ultimately the goal. But planning is super, super important. I think we're going to have a pod doc that touches more on the importance of organization on planning in the future. So yeah. definitely keep your eyes open for that. Our next question is, why do you guys think it's important for teens to engage in politics and be involved? Hmm. Uh, well, just at a baseline, I think that people should be involved in the world that they live in. They should be conscious of what's going on around them, especially as a teen in in like the modern era it's kind you have to be aware of what's going on around you got to be a little savvy yeah you have to be savvy in order to maneuver around the difficulties in life so uh for instance by you knowing what's going on in politics you can now understand what's going on in the economy and how that impacts your own personal life mm -hmm. and, and stuff like that so a lot of politics relates to how your own life functions which is why I think that it's key to engage in politics and key to engage with your country's government. Yeah, no, I agree with that 100%. But, but on top of that, I think teens and especially people who are not 18 are structurally excluded from the political process because you are not able to vote. You're typically not able to go to, yeah. to rallies if your parents don't let you. So it's really, really important in my mind that they start getting involved um, when, whenever they feel is necessary. <clears throat> whenever they feel is necessary. Um, and specifically, though, I think we're living in a generation of very, very conscious and very, very savvy um, teenagers because yeah. of the influence of technology, because of the influence of the Internet, because we have more information at our fingertips. Yeah. So just to add on to what Asher was saying a little bit, 
I think that it's key for people, especially kids who are younger than 18, to engage in politics because beforehand, let's say they weren't even able. Yeah, let's say you didn't have access to um, politics or to the same extent that we have now with like technology and stuff like that. You turn 18 and now you have way more rights than what you had beforehand in terms of the... the, You have no idea how to exercise Yeah, and you don't know what you're doing. So I think that it's key for you to understand what you're going to be doing in the future. Absolutely. Next question is, I want to start a podcast. How did you go about starting yours? All right, so this is definitely a great question. Highly recommend doing a few things. First, the app that we use, which is called Anchor, is really, really helpful for this. We've even had friends come up to us who have told us that they started their own podcast and that they're running it through Anchor and it makes it 10 times easier. Basically what Anchor does is it's kind of like the Snapchat of podcast production where you could just record on your phone. They have basically everything set up for you. Highly recommend downloading it if you want to start a podcast. Especially if you're a beginner and you don't have the tools necessary to create a studio podcast with like the mics and stuff that we're recording on. Anchor makes it very easy because all you need is a cell phone. Second thing that we did, though, is we tried to really look into technology, and Joey can definitely speak to this more than I will, but one of the things that we're curious from you all is, would you like us to create an Amazon store so we can catalog all the stuff that we're having? Let us know, DM us, email us. We could definitely put that together. It doesn't seem like it's very difficult, but Joe, do you want to talk a little bit more about the technical side of this? Oh, yeah. So um, if if you don't really want to record on your phone and have a more professional-sounding audio recording... Which, don't get me wrong, your phone sounds pretty decent. Yeah. But uh, having a real mic and having a real studio really puts you on the top of the... Really really just elevates your recording quality. Um, so, in terms of preparation, I spent like three extensive weeks watching YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah it was um, a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Every I probably should have been doing my homework during that time. <laughs> I mean, listen, this is important. Yeah, so. but I was just really into it. I did a lot of um, research. Currently, we're recording with... Um, some cardioid mics, an XLR cable, and a mixer. Um, We can go into more depth about that later on if you guys actually want to know what hardware we're using. But yeah. um, Let us us know if you want an episode just on that. Yeah, the key is just research. Um, Look at the budget, which is key. We -hmm. didn't want to spend a lot of money initially. So we looked at our budget. We saw what we could purchase with it. And then we went on with research. I think our total, we have a, like, I would call it a medium grade um, set up for our podcast and it's yeah. i think it's only what like 500 dollars total for all of our equipment only no. i mean okay but like it's a lot but it's not as much as some other people if you if you watch any podcast they have mics that are thousands of dollars yeah, we, we of definitely itself. in comparison to other podcasting setups ours is on the lower end of the spectrum yet the audio quality sounds comparable yeah. so i don't know we don't really mind. last thing that we do though to edit all of our videos we use GarageBand, which is super simple yeah anyone can use it you can look up tutorials about how to do stuff with music and all of our music is copyright free which if you just type in copyright free music and the type of music you want on youtube you'll find a ton yeah. of it but if you want to know anything more about this yeah. just let us know in um in our dms but also let us know if you want an amazon yeah. store also last thing the key in starting a podcast is just to begin yeah that's it. Just begin. It was difficult at first. We were really hesitant to begin it and, and actually start the podcast. But once we started going, it's like a snowball effect. It kept on growing and mm-hmm. growing and growing until it became a prominent factor in our life. 
and I also recommend planning out and figuring out what your goal is. Like, don't don't just start a podcast because you want to start a podcast. Start a podcast because you have a reason for doing it. Yeah. And that, in more, like, general terms, that also helps you with business creation just in general. Always go back to what your goal originally was. But if you do that, you're set. And just keep pumping out content. That's what we're doing. That's our strategy right now. And for anyone who wants to start a podcast, just do it. Next question is a heavy one. Someone asked, what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Baby, don't hurt me no more. No, they didn't They didn't actually ask that. But they did ask, what is love and does it actually exist? Yeah, this is a heavy one. Um, so personally, I believe that love is subjective mm-hmm. in the sense that you can love people in different ways. Now, what is love? Again, this is like the answer that everyone hates. It really depends. So... For your parents, you could love your parents in like a caring, supportive way, whereas like you could love your dog and like, I think he's so cute or something like that. It's really subjective. I think that it's a really open term. Uh, we had a really interesting conversation with Amon. Yeah, we, uh, could, we could talk about that too. Amon, Amon's thought on this is basically that all emotions come down to one of two things, love and hate. And he, he bases that off of a scientific article, which I've never been able to find, but I'm sure I'll find it someday that basically says that all emotions, when you couple them all down, end up turning into like five emotions or something like that. And Amon makes the argument that basically they just concentrate back into love and hate. And Amon says that hate is just lacking love. So ultimately everything is love, um, which is kind of interesting to think about. But if you want to hear more about that, also let us know because we we'd be happy to have him on yeah, back this He's is a awesome grandiose dude. question so i don't even think that we can answer it and no, like well okay but for me so i kind of think love first has to start with self-love i actually wrote an essay about this in english last year i think if you can't love yourself first if you if you're not comfortable in your own skin if you're not taking care of yourself if you're not taking care of your physical your mental your emotional health you can't do anything so to all of you out there that are trying to love somebody love yourself first that's very true um but i do think love exists i think i love a lot of people and i almost think i love every single yeah, person yeah like, that's so very like, true i think that people are very hesitant to use the word love but in reality, you love everyone who you share a connection with. I mean, kind of the interesting thing, though, is because so many people say the word love, like, I love you, right? You'll say that to your friends. But you never really ask yourself, like, what does that mean? Uh-huh. And, and in a way, it kind of is a desensitized term. We just say, I love you to everyone. But I do think it's a very powerful word when it's used in a specific, in, like, the context of, for example, a relationship with somebody else, you and your partner. Um, but hard question I we could spend a whole year just talking about this. In, in fact, we could spend a whole lifetime. But if you want to hear more about this, definitely let us know. We're always open, by the way, for you to send us some messages about what you think we should talk about. So feel free to do that. Too. All right. Next question is, who is someone who you have wished to have a conversation with both dead and alive? All right. I, I think I know this one. So our grandmother on my dad's side. Um, died before we were even bored. She died when my dad was was 18. And she's always that person that, you know, like you hear stories about someone. Um, and my dad always puts her in such a favorable light, like that she was incredibly funny. She was incredibly compassionate. She loved him very much. And I've always wanted to meet her. I've always wanted to just sit down with her and have a conversation because I've never met her. So that would definitely be the person that I would want to talk to. Joe, what about you? Um, yeah, in terms of people who aren't alive currently, I think it's the same for me. Um, my dad basically idolizes her. I know that this happens all the time. 
um, with people who die, they always put them on a pedestal and are like, they were a great person. So I would really just want to have a conversation with her um, if, she st- if she were still alive, just to really understand what my dad is talking about and how great of a person she actually was. If you had to pick someone who was alive, who would you talk to? See, that that's where I'm stumped. Yeah. Um, it really depends. I mean, in terms of people who I value, in terms of how they operate their life, there's a YouTuber named Matt Diavella. This is just off the top of my uh, on the, off the top of my head because like yeah. he's the guy who's really spoken to me a lot in terms of the way that he operates and functions in his life. In terms of productivity, I would really love to talk to him. But in terms of people who have like motivated me when I was younger, on YouTube, Casey Neistat, a huge influence in my life. Um, Seems like a huge influence on a lot of people's yeah. lives. So many people talked about it on this podcast. Back in the day, well, back in the day, I mean like four years ago. <laughs> but I used to follow him like before he even blew up. And I was so hyped when I got back home when he was on the daily vlogging kind of grind to watch his videos. That's like one of the main things which motivated me to keep on going. I remember every single day you would come home and you would sit at our kitchen table. You would eat and just watch his, his yeah. stuff. That's pretty crazy. What about you? Um, uh, yeah, it's definitely hard to pick a person. If I had to pick someone right now, hmm, I would love to sit down and talk to uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Um, cause just because I think she's such a, a hot topic right now. And I think she's a really, really interesting person. I think she has an interesting experience. I'd love to sit down with her. Kind of like touch on a lot of things that I disagree with her on. I don't know if that would ever happen. I would love to. Um, if I'm ever down in D.C., uh, which hope I mean I'm going to college in D.C., but if I could ever sit down and have a conversation with her, I would love that. For sure. Next question was, how has physical exercise changed the way that you all view the world? Okay. Uh, exercise has been an integral part of my life for the past four years. I'd like to say, now I'm not, I'm not swole by any means. <laughs> I'm not big by any means. But um, the main reason why I started exercising and doing physical activity, um, besides like playing in gym, is uh, because of the mental benefits. So previously, or even currently, I, I have a pretty type A personality. I'm pretty like agita, if you want to call it. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty nervous. I'm a pretty nervous person at a baseline. And exercise is definitely, definitely, definitely help me streamline my thought. Mm. So after running, I know that you can attest to this as well. I'll definitely talk about that. Yeah, yeah. After, after running or doing some sort of uh, like aerobic exercise, I just feel like my thought is so laser light, almost better than someone who's on like ADHD medication. That's how laser light focused my... Or like caffeine, yeah. Yeah, or like caffeine or something like that. Um, it's also allowed me to stay motivated in the sense that once I do a workout, I feel fulfilled with my life. Uh, so, you know, a lot of times people are ask, ask you like, what did you do today? And the answer is pretty blank because you don't know. But for me, currently, after I work out, I'm like, I did this for myself and I did good for my body. And so now I can tackle anything that I put my mind to. So in terms of motivation, that's really helped me. Also, um, in terms of my, I like to say stay power, has definitely strengthened that considering that I've been doing this for four years now. And I know that if there's something which I want to put my mind to and commit to, I can do that. Yeah, I wasn't as committed as Joey was for a long time. I've 
basically been working out very consistently for about four-ish months now. Um, and one staple of my workouts is definitely running. I think Joey's totally right that running just clears my brain. One thing I really love to do is to listen to podcasts when I run. I actually think it's better than listening to music just because I get to learn something because running is such a mindless activity. You just go. Um, and Joey's been helping me a lot in the gym. He gave me a very, very strict workout uh, program that we do basically every time that we go to the gym. Um, and that's been really helpful just to increase my strength. And yeah, I, I too am not the biggest guy. I've always been a skinny kid, but I'm proud to be able to go back into the gym. It helps me also basically work on myself so I'm better for not just myself but for others because I'm a, I'm a guy who likes to serve others. But one thing that I always would forget to do is to focus on myself when I am serving. Um, and so I think now more than ever I'm focusing on my mental health, my emotional health, my physical health, trying to improve all of those all by working out and doing other things like journaling, etc. And that's been helping me a ton. And the final question is, what inspires you to create? So this one, this one's also a big one. But if I had to pinpoint something, it would probably be that I felt like there was something missing, at least in the beginning, that there was always an opportunity that for, for cre some sort of creation, right? For being a creative kid, but I never fully endorsed that. I'm, I'm a type of kid who, who follows a pretty regimented plan, um, and I would do different activities that didn't require me to be that creative. So when Joey and I thought of the idea of starting this podcast, it really helped me to become more inspired in creativity. But really, it, it just comes almost, uh, I think Louie talked about this, when it's nighttime and I'm just laying in my bed, I'll find myself thinking through a lot of things. And that's when I really create a lot of my ideas for episodes, like for pod docs, especially I've just thought of stuff randomly and written it down. So it's not technically like one thing inspires me more. So just ideas that pop into my head or if I see something or sometimes even if I watch a YouTube video that I really like, that's kind of what inspires me to create. But more importantly, I'm trying to change how we think and trying to change how we communicate and so that always inspires me to just sit down and have conversations with people and record it but joe what what do you think what inspires yeah, you? yeah so i think that there's two factors which motivate me or inspire me to create the first of which which is the lesser of the two is opportunity by me creating it opens up a world which i would not have access to beforehand so for instance with this podcast by us creating this podcast we're now able to influence people all around that we're, world. In, we're basically international yeah, we're international point. our our amount of opportunity which we have now yeah. because of our creative outlet is tremendous the second of the two which is the more significant one is mental freedom so by me creating something by me thinking of something it allows me to step out of the confines of the mental box which a lot of people are stuck in so by me having this creative mindset, by me creating things on a regular basis, it allows for me to step out of my comfort zone and really expand. Yeah, no, I totally agree with that. And it, it flexes a different part of your brain that we don't typically get to use, given that we are high school students and that we have to go to school for so long. So what we're able to do when we come home is flex those muscles that are kind of lacking in some points during our day and, and truly create something that we care about. And I think that's been the most important thing for both of us. This is like our baby. This is like our project that we've been working on. And we're so proud to have, have created it and continued to, to inspire other people and ourselves.
that wraps up the end of the Q&A episode. Although this was a short one, it was really, really, really amazing. I, I, I love talking to Asher and just answering the questions. We haven't seen them before. So it was just really cool to talk about stuff, which you guys brought to the table. Uh, so we will definitely be having more Q&As in the future. Hopefully y'all enjoyed this because you guys got to learn a little bit more about us and our lives and which you don't usually get to do because we're usually interviewing people and we're asking other people about their lives and not much about ours. Um, so hopefully you all enjoyed. But as always, this is the Debate Without Debate podcast. Signing off. Peace. Peace.